Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, and I am so excited for our conversation today. As you guys have seen all of these people just being freed of their food crazies and their food struggles, and everyone's story is unique, but there's also so much overlap. Like I've seen, I've heard you guys just, you know, that you send messages and you let me know like, wow, I listened to the story of this person and it was, it could have been my story, right? So that's why we have a variety of experiences because like you've heard my story. If you haven't heard my story, you can look at my video. It's called My Story, but that's what we do here. And this is just about freeing people of any sort of you know struggles with food. If you have a relationship with food that you are unhappy about, that is wrecking your life, you can have that done. Like you can be better. I was bulimic for years. I was a binge eater for years. I am now a completely normal eater. This isn't about just managing our food struggles. This is about not having them anymore. Literally being able to move on as a normal person. So that is exactly what we do with just a brain habit-based approach to just get free. So we have an amazing woman on the show today. I'm so excited for you guys to meet the wonderful, the incredible Maria. Maria, hello. Welcome on the show. Hello. <laughs> I am so excited to just celebrate you today and for everyone to hear your story. So Maria has, you know, graduated from my program and she's just had such a cool experience and just is an incredible woman with so many insights. And I'm just excited for you guys to hear from her and learn from her. So let's just start out like getting to know you a little bit, Maria. So tell us what is sort of your backstory? Like how did you get to the place um, where you were really in a tough place with food and what was that like? But how did that all kind of start and form? Sure. Um, so I'm going to be 40 um, at the end of this year. And um, I think my eating problem started when I was, I don't know exactly, but when I was a child, I used to come home from school and kind of comfort eat. I used to have like bowls of cereal. And then I remember in the break times, there was like a place where you could buy chocolate bars. And I used to buy like maybe four or something. I don't know. Um, so I was quite unhappy as a child and I really liked eating to kind of comfort myself. I think as I grew up, maybe that would have just naturally sorted itself out and faded, maybe, um, had I then not become aware of my body and that, um, I don't know how old I was, but 13, 14, that kind of thing, I started to feel like my body was inadequate and that wasn't thin enough. And I was very jealous of um, a school friend who had the kind of conventional ideal body and she used to get all the attention from the boys. And I, I felt so 
inferior and inadequate and um yeah and it seemed very very important as well it seemed very very important to to be thin because that means you're attractive and that means you have value so um i started to restrict um in quite a crazy way initially so i was just eating fruit so no uh protein uh not much fat really um anyway so i lost a lot of weight and i was so excited i was i was over excited so even at the time i remember feeling like this was a bit too too much to bear like you know i was so sort of almost like i couldn't i wasn't relaxed and happy i was like you know yeah i don't know i guess there was the fear there of putting the weight back on or or whatever um but i remember going clothes shopping and trying on like the small sizes and being so excited anyway so because it was so extreme obviously i then snapped and started binging um and this kind of cycle repeated itself over the years but um there was a time when i moved abroad when i was 18 and i was quite isolated and i really just felt like my eating got out of control and i was just putting on I put on a lot of weight very, very quickly. Um, so I was just going up dress sizes um, and just felt so out of control and really miserable about my body, um, uncomfortable as well. Um, and I tried to control it. I felt like I tried, like I tried going to the gym and I tried to sort of, you know, with willpower and i just didn't i didn't manage it then um and so i got very big and i was very very low and lethargic anyway um then i came back and i started going to overeaters anonymous um and i mean that it did help me initially because i had nothing so it was kind of better than nothing and i met people there and at least i was talking to people who had you know, who understood, who had similar problems, um, and there were some kind of good values, and I kind of learned to express myself, and so I kind of got things more under control through that, um, and I lost weight gradually, um, and then, um, yeah but i didn't i didn't really feel free and in hindsight I, and after a while i i began to feel like there was something wrong with the overeaters anonymous even though it really helped me um i couldn't put my finger on it but i just felt like um there was something wrong and you know you had to sign up to so many things like so many beliefs and at the beginning of every meeting you would label yourself as a compulsive overeater and if you didn't they would say that you were in denial so but sometimes i did go through periods when i wasn't compulsively overeating which made me sort of feel like well is that my identity it, and yeah there were just sort of things and like the idea that you have to go to meetings or the idea that you know if you eat one piece of cake you can't ever have you know you then you have to have the whole cake 
sometimes it felt like that so it seemed to resonate and seemed to be true but sometimes I thought you know sometimes I can eat a piece of cake so that wasn't quite sitting well with me um then I kind of went through a phase where I stopped going to the meetings because of that and I I let myself put on weight I just knew I have to be free and I have to just let go of it and um I uh yeah so that was more positive and I met my partner and it was kind of like a you know a nice time he's always been very very supportive of me and and my eating problems so things were kind of better but I then sort of and then because I was quite I was bigger when I met him and then I um anyway I gradually lost weight I got into like routine so I was very restrictive although I didn't realize it at the time where I would kind of eat the same thing for breakfast and lunch every day and then I would often feel like I would overeat and feel bad about it and I didn't feel happy about my body and I felt like I needed to always kind of try and keep it in check um, and I would binge like I don't know it would, it would go up and down so sometimes I wouldn't binge for maybe a couple of months but normally I would binge maybe once a week or once every couple of weeks um yeah and I kind of thought that when I didn't binge for a while that oh maybe it's kind of you know I'm finished with it but then there would always be these triggers like my partner going away or stress that I felt like you know an elastic band it was always ready to kind of snap um so it sounds like that goes back to like this feeling of being free. So it's like, okay, this doesn't quite feel right. I need to be free. But then even when you tried to free yourself up, it was like, like you said, that elastic band, like it sort of feel like willpower of like, oh, well things feel better, but there's sort of this specter in the background of like, when is it going to come back? How is it going to be? You're still not free. You're still sort of out of control. Is that how you're feeling? Yeah. And also there were always situations which would make me nervous, which were out of my routine. So going to a restaurant, a uh, social situation, holiday. My worst thing was holidays um, because it felt like I was out of my routine day after day. And like, it wouldn't be just like one day or one evening of overeating. It would go on and then I would come back and I feel like really down because I put on weight and, you know, and I've been focusing on the food on the holiday rather than the experience. And, and so, you know, that, that was pretty consistent. Like I never liked holidays for that reason um, throughout that time. So it was more that my life was sort of like when it was controlled and I suppose I got into the habit of eating okay during those kind of controlled times so that they didn't feel like a problem. But the things that would come out of the routine were scary and difficult. And that, so that was always like hanging over me, like, oh, you know, what if I'm in a stressful situation, then I'm going to binge and I'm going to put on weight and I'm going to feel terrible about it. So it was like a cloud hanging over me. Yeah. So it's like you're, it's always controlled by sort of outside circumstances. Like, oh, I'm okay as long as I can control everything. But what if I do something like go on a holiday? What if I'm outside of my routine? So it sounds like you were very sort of like hostage to 
your circumstance. Does that sound right? Yeah, definitely. It's sort of controlling my environment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, at, at the time when you first connected with us, Maria, like, what would you, what area of your life would you say was suffering the most because of your eating? Um, I mean, it affected my mood. Um, yeah, it put a, it, it, it put a downer. Um, so that meant maybe sometimes I was more moody with my partner. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say was I also spent a lot of time looking for solutions and I got really bored with that as well because you know I would binge and then I would often like stay up on the internet looking for solutions or reading different books and I found it really boring because I was always in the same loop of like doing the same thing and I kind of wanted to move on with my life so um and I suppose yeah I just felt like what well, am I ever gonna move on with this you know beyond this um so yeah that would get me down um so yeah it would affect my relationship um and just my overall mood and my yeah yeah. So it sounds like it's impacting how you're feeling. Um, it's impacting really just like the way that you're living your life, like your time, like, you know, after, after a binge, how much time would you spend researching and reading and trying to find solutions? Yeah. So, um, you know, I read so many books, um, and I went on a few courses and it was always like, on the internet and so yeah I, I might be on there like all night almost because I couldn't sleep partly because I was uncomfortable because I'd overeaten um yeah so so a lot of time was spent thinking about how can I get over this and kind of you know trying to gather myself to get over it like always planning and then I then I realized I always do this so then it's kind of depressing because it's like, well, I always plan and I always fail. So, you know, it just all felt very, very negative. And I began to think, well, what's going to be different this time? I've tried so many times. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it sounds like you find yourself like, did you feel like each time you sort of went back to it and failed again? Like it was sort of like wearing away at your hope. Like, is this ever going to change? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And um, would you mind sharing, like, what was sort of like the typical cycle for you? Like, what was a binge like for you, Maria? How did you feel during and after a binge? Like, what was sort of like that, that pattern that kept coming back around? Um, so I would think, oh, it would be so nice to go and buy a load of my favorite food and watch TV. And so I would go to the shop and choose it all but it was quite hard to get the right amount because if I didn't get enough then obviously I'd be like oh, I need more <laughs> but then if I got too much you know then I would be like wasting it as well because I would always want to start afresh the next day so I would like try and throw it away but you know pour um what do you call it like dish dish yeah. yeah 
over it so I wouldn't eat it. So it, it was always tricky to kind of get the right amount and um, and sometimes I would buy it and then I would think, oh no, I haven't got the right combination of sweet and savory, you know, because I'm actually sick of this now and I would want for that. So um, yeah, just to eat it. Um, and I, I did enjoy, I mean, I enjoy eating now. I enjoyed the beginning bit. Um, I guess, you know, because I was eating food that I didn't let myself eat. And, um, uh, but then I would get more and more sick, but then I would sort of feel like, well, I, w I would still keep eating even though I was feeling sick. I, so it was then unpleasant. Um, and then I would feel bad um, and I would feel worried about gaining weight and that kind of thing. Yeah. And what was it like for you to sort of like see yourself continuing to do things that weren't even enjoyable anymore? Like feeling sick and still eating. Like what was that like emotionally for you? Yeah, so one of the things that kind of upset me was that I thought, well, I, don't, I can't trust myself. I, I would like to, let's say I just have an evening by myself. I'd like to know that I can just relax and enjoy the fact that, you know, I've got my house and I can just watch a nice TV program or read a nice book. And I can't trust myself that I can just enjoy my evening. Uh, I felt like I was just going to... And I didn't know, because sometimes I didn't, but, you know, I didn't know whether I was going to kind of succumb to the urge or get the urge and, and then just, yeah, I feel kind of hopeless because I'm just in the cycle, um, you know, and I kind of read the more you practice the habit, you, the more you reinforce it. So, um, yeah, it was kind of depressing. Well, very depressing. Yeah. So just like a lot of different layers of just like depress, depressing and hopelessness and not trusting yourself. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Right. And for you, Maria, like what was it that made you ready to like really end this to make a change? Like what was sort of like the low point or what was really the driving factor of you saying like, this is enough. Like I have to end this. Yeah. So really I, I had wanted to end it, I think for for a long time, I've been looking for um, a solution. I've been buying all these books and, and I think I've been getting closer because I was getting to things that, that then, you know, brought me to your course. So, I mean, really right from pretty early on. So like I said, I'm 39, it started when I was a child, but I started looking for solutions that weren't, you know, that were probably in the right direction in the sense that I knew that this was a mental issue. This was to do with my thinking. You know, I knew the solution wasn't a diet from quite early on because I tried the diets and, um, you know, I, I, I knew that, that there, was, there was something going on. So I read a lot of helpful books, um, but they just, I just, it wasn't quite enough. There was something missing. Like for example, I read Brain Over Binge by Katherine Hansen, and that really made sense to me. Um, you know, so I was kind of going in that direction of, of, of seeing about how kind of addiction works and your brain and everything. And she said in that, you know, don't treat your urges like they're important or dangerous. And I thought, well, if I always give in to them, to me, they feel dangerous and scary and so 
I guess I couldn't just do that by myself. Um, and then I think she had um, something with Amy Johnson in her book and I watched a lot of Amy Johnson and again, I found it very helpful. In fact, I sort of gave up smoking with, with that. But with the food, I just still found like I couldn't translate what she was saying into stopping binging. I needed something more specific to do with food, eating and body. And I think I found you via her I think maybe okay awesome yeah so then I started watching your videos and I you know they made sense and they were funny which was nice as well because it's such a um a horrible kind of depressing problem um so then I was watching the videos for quite a long time and I was watching videos like this as well thinking wow they all seem um, very happy <laughs> um and then i think i've been doing that for a while and i kind of thought well, why can't i just use those videos but anyway i i had another binge and then i think after that i thought oh i'm just gonna try because i've always said i should try everything before i give up hope <laughs> yeah um, so I thought, yeah, it's, it, it, it's worth trying. Your kind of approach and everything made sense to me. Um, sounded right. Um, so I thought, yeah, it's, it's worth a try. I haven't, you know, because I kept hoping I'd just sort of have an insight by myself and it would all be gone and that didn't happen. So I just thought, well, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Awesome. So let's, let's break that down a little bit. Cause that's a, that's a big piece. It's the decision piece, right? It's like the, Hey, you've watched the videos, you've read the book, you intellectually understand these things, but you're still binging, right? Yeah. So, um, so just so you guys know what Maria did was she actually um, signed up for a free session with our team. Um, and on that session, um, we got her sort of that first step of recovery, but then she also qualified for an invitation into the program. Um, and so we did invite her in and for you, like what made you decide to move forward? And was there anything that you were sort of like worried about or had fear about or were skeptical about? And why did you move forward anyway and fix this? Yeah. I mean, I, w I was worried about making the financial investment and it not working. So I was really... I was worried about that because it was a, you know, a significant investment and I was just worried that it wouldn't work um, because I had tried a lot of things in the past that hadn't worked. So how did I know that this was going to be any different? I mean, I didn't know, but I thought I want, I, I want to give it a go in case it, in case I become like these other happy people. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So what, so it sounds like, you know, like, okay, well, but I just need to, you know, give it a go. Or like, I love your idea of like, you know, you need to try it, try everything before you give up hope. Right. Was there anything else that for you, like you didn't know if it was going to work, right. You were worried. Um, that is a totally legitimate and normal fear, right. Cause you don't know yet. So what, what other factors for you, or was it just that, that really made you decide like, you know what, no, I'm, I'm going to do this. So how do you mean what other things that 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 made me do it or yeah like even despite the fear to yeah. decide to end this anyway what went into that decision for you well i mean i guess i i really hoped it would work i didn't know it would work but i guess i'd had 
I'd seen the other interviews, I'd watched your videos, I knew about the general approach felt right for me. So I guess it, it, you could say it was sort of like an educated guess, it, you know, like, it wasn't, you know, you seemed like completely crazy. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so, you know, it kind of everything that you were saying and I was hearing made sense to me. So that's why I, I decided to, to risk it, if you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I just want to just celebrate you in making the choice to end this, to make that change, to take sort of that leap of faith and be like, okay, like, yes, like I need to do something about this. So like on the other end of this, after just like a handful of weeks of us working together with a program, what is fundamentally different for you? And then we can go into some other, you know, things about that too. But I just want to sort of like skip ahead. Like how is your relationship with food different now because of after the program? Yeah, so it's really, really different. Um, I don't feel afraid of those situations that I used to feel afraid of, like going out to restaurants. Um, well, anything. I used to be terrified, like on holiday, of the breakfast buffet. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so things like that, I was really, really, it was such a big deal, and it's not a big deal now. Um, so yeah, I'm not afraid of all of those situations. Um, just, you know, I can be more spontaneous. The other thing is I eat a lot more, a much wider variety of, of food. Before yeah. I was eating the same thing, I had these rules, you know, Monday to Friday lunchtime. <laughs> I would have the same thing for breakfast and lunch. And then my dinner was very controlled in terms of calories, protein, I didn't really have many starchy carbs. Um, so anyway, I'm not like that now. Now I just have whatever. Um, and how does that feel to you to have that freedom? Well, now, you see, now it makes sense to me why I, why I was binging before and why I didn't feel free because I was so restrictive. So yeah, so now it's, it's nice to just, it's taken the fear away, just having just having all these different kinds of foods. It's much more enjoyable. It's more interesting. It's, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's really nice. It, I mean, it's completely different just to feel free and relaxed and happy. And, and my partner's noticed as well that I'm changed, you know, I, I'm, I'm much more easygoing. Um, yeah. So it's, it's very different now. Yeah, that's beautiful. So how early on in the program did you start feeling a difference in how you felt around food or did you start seeing a difference with your binge eating? Well, for me, it was really strange. So it was like almost before I started. So the, the day before we formally started, you sent um, a video which had some like keys to freedom. And because I had made this financial investment, my biggest fear was, you know, that I wouldn't get urges to binge and then I wouldn't get over the problem. So, um, anyway, yeah, yeah. So actually right from the beginning, I started to just think, okay, so that made me think I'm going to do everything that you say because I want to give this, you know, a hundred percent. And then afterwards I can just say, oh, that didn't work. But if I don't do it a hundred percent, then I, I won't know whether it's kind of worked or not. Yeah. So right from the beginning, I was doing different things. I was eating different food, um, you know, and it, it, 
so right from the beginning, I was beginning to feel differently. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And at what point, like how many weeks in for you, did you feel that you were truly done, that you didn't have fear of binging anymore, that you felt like, I really think that this issue is over? I can't remember, but I think it was, you know, only after a few weeks. So, um, yeah, kind of towards the beginning. That's not to say, I think I, it was really helpful to have the whole eight weeks because it consolidated everything and it, you know, and I learned more things and so I needed that extra time and support, but I began to feel quite early on that I could kind of see how, you know, binging wouldn't make sense if I didn't restrict at all. It, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So that was quite early on that I began to, I mean, I didn't know whether it would last, but I, it felt different. It felt different from other times that I'd been feeling better. I guess maybe because I, I knew what it was based on. Yeah. So you had sort of a predictable way that got you there. Like, oh, okay, this is different than other times because I know why I feel free now. I know that this is sort of, this is different than just like a, oh, I feel better, but I'm not sure when it's going to come back. Does that, yeah. does that sound correct? Yeah. Yeah. And that, I'm glad that you bring that up. That's a really common experience with women who go through the program is like, you know, they might've had times where like they haven't binged in their lives or like times where it's been sort of a break or like things feel better and they're not sure why, or, you know, they've been restricting and, you know, they're not quite binging as much, whatever it is. But that's one thing that comes up over and over is this feels totally different. Like, it's like, oh, this freedom is a very different brand. It's sort of like that lasting permanent sort of feeling. So yeah, I love that you brought that up. So, so it sounds like, you know, a few weeks in, you felt just kind of like, you know, done and free. Um, and what, what sort of milestones along the way, like, are you celebrating? So like, as you went through the program, like, what were some things that just really showed you like, oh, wow, like things are different now, things that you were excited about that were totally different than how they would have been in the past? Yeah, so there's a lot of things. So I like going to the supermarket. So before the supermarket was often like a slightly tortured experience because I would like go down these, well, maybe I would try not to go down the aisles, but if I did, I would go down these like cake aisles and just feel like I want to eat everything. And I would feel sad about that because I didn't think that that was good. You know, I thought I need to control myself and I, yeah, I just felt sad that it was so painful in a way going to the supermarket. So not having that and just going to the supermarket and just the whole store like opening up that I could just choose what I wanted. And um, that was a really nice experience. The other thing was like leftovers. Now there's often leftovers. Whereas leftovers, I used to sort of feel like if I'm having something like a treat, I need to cut that off so the next day I start again. So didn't really have leftovers, didn't have any kind of sugary foods in the house um, because I just thought I'll eat them all. Um, oh, one of the very last things for me, I heard a lot of people say, oh, I bought this stuff and I forgot about it in the cupboard. That didn't happen for ages for me, but that has <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> 
because I was thinking, no, I'm still very aware of exactly what is in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, so I forgot about that. Um, actually, it's kind of crazy because, like, I have all these ice creams, different ice creams in the freezer, and I, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't have had that before. I would have just eaten them, you know, straight away. And um, so, yeah, lots of, lots of things like that. Um, and leaving stuff on my plate sometimes um, was nice. Um, choosing whatever I want in the restaurant is nice. I mean, one of the big things is that I've realized that I am like quite healthy. Like, well, I don't know. I, like, I used to think that my, the real me just wants to eat like huge quantities of junk food. That's what I, and I need to protect myself from that monster. Yeah. <laughs> and I sort of in the program, I discovered, oh, actually I'm not a monster. I like to have some cake, but I, I actually like fruit. I like vegetables. I like, I like a range of things. And so that was really nice to kind of realize that I'm not as crazy as I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. And I know that one thing that you said was a really sort of depressing thing before was like, you couldn't trust yourself, right? That question mark of like, maybe I'm just a monster, like you said. So like, to find out that you're not a monster, that you can trust yourself, that you can choose what you want and have what you want, if you really allow yourself that you don't go crazy to have that trust, how does that feel for you? Yeah, it's wonderful, because I thought I was insatiable with food. Yeah. I could never be satisfied. Um, and it's really nice to experience. I, I think a lot of people are lied to, actually, about that. That, you know, they're told that, left your own devices, you'll just want to eat ice cream all day. Um, and I kind of believe that, because it seemed to be true. Because when I, you know, there was like those urges there that made that look really real. So it felt really real. Yeah. And yeah, it's really nice to now just think, oh, I can relax and, um, you know, enjoy my evening without worrying about just wanting to eat everything. Yeah, that's beautiful. And for you, like, um, so how many years total would you say that you struggled with food? Um, I mean, it's to, to varying degrees, but about um, 30. 30 years. Okay. So a 30 year struggle. Um, and with that, like, you know, were there things in your life that you were putting on hold? Were there things that you were delaying or felt like you couldn't do because of your relationship with food? Um, I mean, things like holidays. Um, I didn't really want to go on. Um, I wasn't sort of specific, so, but in terms of starting a family, that made me very nervous about, um, about, um, you know, having that problem because I thought, oh, I'm probably going to get really stressed. I'm going to be really tired. I'm going to feel really out of control and then I'm going to binge. So it, it, it wasn't the thing that was exactly stopping me, but it was making me think that it's going to be bad. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of anxiety around that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is linked to kind of body 
issues, you know. Um, so, so it was fortuitous that during, I think during the program, I actually got pregnant. Woohoo! <laughs> so that was kind of a bit of a coincidence. Um, yeah, I think that's so awesome. Like the thing that you feared once you <laughs> found your issue was just like, okay, you, the universe yeah. was like, all right, you're good. <laughs> so um, I, I feel really, really grateful that I did the program when I did it because it means yeah. I've got a lot less anxiety well, you know, not related to food. Like now I don't care about that. The other things, very yeah. actually, um, that aspect is, because I feel like with food, it's like you can have so many problems in life, everybody does, but it just always adds another problem on the top. Yeah. Um, and it's just nice not to have that extra thing to worry about because I think, you know, becoming a parent is going to be stressful enough without, uh, you know, worrying about what I'm eating. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Anything else for you that you're just celebrating, Maria, that you're just so happy about or excited about or proud of, or that has sort of been like a, a win along the way of this journey of being free? Yeah. Um, so the thing I'm working on now is the body image. And I learned a lot about that in the program. I learned a lot about my own kind of beliefs that weren't serving me. Um, and I find that quite exciting because it's quite unusual. Like a lot of people are really struggling with how they feel about their bodies. And for me, that was completely intertwined with my eating problems. So I couldn't feel free around food unless I changed my attitude towards my body and my appearance. So that whole journey is very, very exciting. Um, it's really kind of profoundly transformational, I think. Um, and very important, you know, because so many people are unhappy with their bodies and then they have disordered eating as a result. So, yeah, I don't want to be part of the problem anymore. I don't want to be kind of, yeah, representing the fact that, oh, this is what we have to do. We have to basically be crazy around food and we have to hate our bodies. So, yeah, I'm glad I'm not just like, reinforcing all that kind of diet culture. Yeah, I love that. And one thing that I just so admire about, or one thing that I so admire about your journey, Maria, is like this idea of like, I don't want to be part of the problem. Like, no, I don't agree. Like my values don't match up with what we're taught about body image. So I'm not going to buy into it. Like that is, that's a beautiful thing. And I think that makes for very strong people that see sort of what the status quo is and says, and say, no, I, I don't agree and I'm going to do something to change that. So I love that. Like your journey is absolutely beautiful. And, you know, with celebrating you today, I just want to say how proud of you I am. You showed up, you did the work. Like you said, you're just like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Right. <laughs> and you did. And you took 30 years and you wrapped up your food struggles in a handful of weeks. You said maybe a few weeks that you're really feeling that difference, which is just such a fun, beautiful thing and not uncommon with what we do. But I know that there's so many women out there, like they think it's been so long and I really changed this. And so I just want this to be an example of like, it doesn't matter how long you've been struggling with this. Like I really believe that anyone who is ready and willing can be free from this when you have the right things in place. So it's, it's gorgeous. So Anything else on your mind that you would want to share? Um, or do you feel like this is our conversation is complete for today? 
Uh, just the fact that I really enjoyed the program as well. So uh, it's very fun being part of a community, um, meeting interesting people. Um, you know, I enjoy like watching the videos, getting the, doing the coaching calls. Um, it's a very fun thing. Well, I found it a very fun thing to do. Um, yeah, so, um, I mean, that's nice as well. It's not, it's not, I didn't find it like, um, you know, people are always like no pain, no gain. And if you want to get over a problem, you've got to suffer and, you know, you have to work really hard. No, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> just um, see things differently and enjoy the experience. And yeah, so, um, yeah, I think people sometimes might think that it's, things are going to be really difficult and unpleasant and that's the how they have to change. But it's not my experience. So, um, yeah, maybe that's nice for people to know you can have a really positive change without suffering. Yeah. I love that. I'm so glad you bring that up because I think that is, that's a very commonly held idea of like, well, my recovery for the next 30 years is going to be terrible and horrible and miserable and depressing, but it's worth it to be free. And it's like, but what if it was just a handful of weeks and super fun? Like, are you open to it? You know, it's like, I think that, yeah, we, we have a really good time and we get done with our food craze. It doesn't have to be heavy and it doesn't have to be hard and it can just be like a cool experience. Yeah. And I do feel bad, like when I read quite a lot, um, you know, people talking about the, their eating disorders and they say, you know, you can't really ever get over it. And that's what I kind of heard in every synonymous as well, which I know they believe that, but that is quite damaging. Uh, well, it was for me because if you believe that it's kind of become self-fulfilling and it's sad that people think that, that something is you know, you have to eat every day. So what a shame that that, you know, you have to see that as something that you have to manage, you know, like, um, yeah. So I think it's a shame because I know some people who have eating disorders, they feel like um, people are sort of um, attacking them or they don't understand or they don't understand how hard it is. If you say, oh, actually you can get over it. So I get that, but actually you can get over it. So, uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's sad, I think, that, it, that it, if people are kind of told that, because it does, it does hold them back. Yeah, I love that you bring that up. And that's one thing that was really frustrating for me before I was free from my eating disorder. It's just like, I didn't choose to do this thing, you know? Like, I didn't, I didn't become a drug addict and it's my fault. Well, I started doing drugs, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't choose to become a food addict. That's how I thought of myself at the time. I don't even know what I did to get here. Why am I stuck with this incurable thing for the rest of my life? Like that was very frustrating. So to know like, yeah, we can be done. Like I'm not like managing my eating disorder. Like I'm done, I'm free. Like I'm just like, I got back to normal. It wasn't like taking my broken self and doing the best I could. Like we can be back to normal, yeah. That's a beautiful thing to bring up. All right. Anything else on your mind for today? 
no, I think that's it. Thank you. All right. Well, we are celebrating you. So proud of you, Maria. So happy for you. Enjoy a free life with normal relationships with food and all the babies you want. <laughs> so we're just like, yeah, we do what we want. I love it. Thank you so much for being on, being such an amazing example and being such an amazing part of our community and our legacy of just like getting people free. So you guys, like, thank you for being on today. And this is Maria and Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. That's LydiaLifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!